It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Cheeseheads. Cheeseheads. Get on your feet. It's Curd and Law. Hosted by Sparky Pfeiffer and Ryan Horvath. Hey, it's Steve Sparky, 5 for 12.50 a.m. The Fan in Milwaukee, being joined now by our guy, Ken Barkley. Of course, you better you bet him. And Nick Costos do a great job with BetQL. Follow him on Twitter at Lockie Lockerson. A bonus Curd and Long podcast. Download Curd and Long uh, wherever you download your podcast. Normally, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, Ryan Horvath from BetMGM Tonight. Another great BetQL property uh, that is on during the week. Him and I co-host this, but uh, we're spiking in Ken Barkley for his entertainment value. Uh, once a week uh, to talk about betting lines and spreads and all that fun stuff. So uh, before we get into Detroit Green Bay, I'm sure you guys talked about it, uh, you and Nick Costos. What happens with the people that bet the Buffalo game uh, with the the horrifying uh, incident that happened, uh, you know, with the cardiac arrest, and they said they're not playing the game this week now, right? Uh, but they may play it again after next week. They really haven't said. And then what happens if it's a no contest? Because there's some talk of that may happen. I'm guessing this is something we've not seen a lot of in the gambling world. No, we haven't. And fortunately, I had I had a pretty small position on the game. Um, and I, I think the important thing is just that every sports book is going to treat this probably a little differently. Most of them will probably take the approach of refunding everything. Um, but we've seen this, you know, like domestic sports books will sometimes behave differently than everyone else. We had we've had all those situations, right, where a lot of people bet on like a player prop over and then that guy gets hurt and the sure. sports, the, the domestic sports books who are like really trying to promote their brand will be like, Oh, well we're refunding everybody. Like you get all your money back. Like that happens. So I think it's just, I, this is just another reminder Sparky. And I know this is like, Nope, this is the least interesting thing about betting. Gotta know the rules at the book that you're like betting yeah. at. And I, I don't think this is going to be a, an event that causes a lot of strife with people, but there will always be something where, you know, like for whatever reason, uh, the game is canceled or it doesn't go the full distance or it changes dates or locations. There was a really famous incident earlier this season uh, when the Bills game moved to Detroit. And there is actually a really, really popular domestic sports book. They were the only ones of any sports book that were like, even if even if the location changes like we like it doesn't matter like as long as the game takes place on the day or whatever right. there was something like that in their fine print and so like everyone bet the over in the bills game when they felt like it was going to move at that sports book because once the t- once it moves it's not going to be a snowstorm anymore it's going to be indoors the total goes up six points game flew over the total um so it's just an- it's you know one of the ways betters gain edges honestly sometimes is knowing the differences between how this stuff is going to get graded or how stuff um you know necessarily uh how you would handicap it like given all these really fine printy kind of things so with this one specifically kind of depends on the book i think for for most people it's going to be like just a a get your money back situation all right you have baseball where you get delayed let's say for whatever the reason and then it resumes the next day but now it's a different pitcher and all of that that's got to get tricky too yeah absolutely well the baseball with the (laughs) there's been so much um so much like trickiness with baseball that a lot of books. Uh, so for people who haven't bet baseball before, you basically used to have two options. You could bet with the listed starting pitchers 
So like the book would list the starting pitchers right. and you could bet like, if it's those guys, here's my bet. Okay. And then you could also just do action, which is no matter who the starting pitcher is, here's my bet. And so that would be good no matter what. They could swap sure. in. I could pitch the game and you would still be on the hook oh, for that particular team. That would be tough. I don't throw particularly hard. <laughs> so I don't really have a lot of velocity. My arm is very, my arm is flabby and weak. Uh, but, and I never played baseball as a kid, like past 10 years old. Sure. Uh, but the, a lot of the sports books got so frustrated with, you know, all these teams are using openers now and right. like every, everything's just really kind of becoming different than how it was 10, 20 years ago. Books now, a lot of them will only do action. Like they oh, won't wow. even, like you can't even do the starting pitch. So it doesn't like even you're, matter. You're either in or you're not. And that's it. And like, yep. there isn't even, they'll list the starting pitchers. So you, you can see who they are, but this is just, you know, sports books constantly changing oh. with all kinds of stuff. And yeah, baseball is no different. How about those Green Bay Packers, folks? That magic carpet ride is continuing again. This defense all of a sudden learned how to, to create turnovers here. Uh, and they get a bunch more turnovers uh, this last week and, and get a victory against the Vikings. Uh, Jair Alexander actually backs up his talk uh, and, and does his job. Him and the safeties, let's be honest, uh, does his job. And they shut down Justin Jefferson just to one catch. And now the Packers are in a win and you are in the playoff scenario for that seven seed Sunday night football at Lambeau uh, against the Detroit Lions, who, depending on what happens in the Seahawks game, may be in a win in their in scenario Sunday night. Uh, and if Seattle wins, then they're just playing spoilers uh, to the Packers. Detroit plus four and a half over under 49. Your thoughts, Ken Barkley. It's uh, it's pretty clear in the betting market that there's a lot more bullishness on the Packers. I think that kind of goes without saying, right? You look at their point spreads the last few weeks. I mean, they were only like a little more than a touchdown against Baker Mayfield a few right. weeks ago. And now they're going to be four and a half against the Lions. Like obviously a big difference between sure. Baker Mayfield Rams and the Lions in terms of just skill and how they played this year. So what does that show you? Okay, the betting market's a little more in on Green Bay based on some of the results. Um, what to bet in the game for me at least uh, it would only be the over. And this is how I felt about the Vikings game too. I think we've maybe even done it the last week. Thank mercifully. The game did go over, even though the Vikings did not score very right. much. And Kirk Cousins was really bad in the game, needed a little bit of help to get over that number. Um, I still have a ton of questions about the Packers defense, and I think it's okay to have those questions. Sure. Jair Alexander was awesome. Yep. He, was, he was awesome. And Jefferson's hitting refs with helmets, and like he's so frustrated, and he should mm -hmm. be frustrated because Alexander was awesome in the game. And now Jefferson gets to take out his frustrations on the Bears, which we'll talk about in a second. But um, I still have a lot of questions. The underlying metrics of the team defense are still really poor. Uh, they have some potential, but like need, need to keep seeing it to upgrade them enough. You know, I do this kind of, uh, chart basically, and it's all these teams that fit the profile of like a Super Bowl winner. So you look at all the teams that won the Super Bowl. What were they good at? What were they right. bad at? All that stuff. And then you rate the teams this year using those criteria. Packers still fail in every test. Like they're yep. not in the, they're not in the neighborhood. Like San Francisco's in the neighborhood. Dallas is in the neighborhood. Buffalo's in the neighborhood, Kansas city, like all these teams. And then it's like 17 team. And then here's green Bay. So it's like, this is great. But in, in all sports sparky, I would always just remind people like the hot team down the stretch will generally draw a lot of betting interest from For people. Sure. And nine times out of 10, it's all smoke. It is like, we'll remember the one, We'll remember the team, like especially in baseball, they get hot Cardinals. in the postseason run. Yeah, yeah, whatever. It's just there's always those teams. Even the Giants the with remember. Eli. The Giants with Eli sure. were those teams too. Yeah. Well, yeah, the funny thing with the Giants with Eli is 
they I feel like they were just mediocre the whole season. Right. <laughs> like in terms of obviously they played the, the undefeated Patriots. They played them in that week 17 game. Right. Coughlin played all the starters. They won 38. Uh, they lost 38, 35, I think was the score. So like they gave it a great effort, but they had been mediocre kind of the entire year. A lot of times the hot down the stretch team is kind of what you think they are, which is just like kind of mediocre. I know it's like blasphemous now to say, I still view the Packers that way. Uh, and when we get betting markets for their, their playoff games, Maybe I'll register that opinion, but we'll we'll have to see how the betting market shape for those games. All right, so play the over in that one. He talked about Minnesota-Chicago, so we'll just go to that one right away. Minnesota-Chicago in Chicago, Minnesota, uh, minus 5.5, over under 45.5 uh, on this one. And based on your thoughts on Justin Jefferson getting the Bears, I'm guessing we're rolling with Minnesota. Well, the really interesting thing in this market, we'll do a few games that fit this description, an amazing live betting weekend to the point that I, I'd be curious how many sports books at some point just throw up their hands on offering live betting. So here's what I mean. Um, Matt Eberflus has been non-committal this week on whether Justin Fields is going to play in this game. He was very committal two weeks ago that Fields was going to finish the season. We're like, right. we're not benching him. We're going to get, which everybody thought was crazy at the time. Like, this is your guy. Like, put him put him in bubble wrap for a couple of weeks. Like, you you might be really good next year. Get a good, whatever. Get a, could get the number one pick in the draft if exactly. they lose this game and Houston goes for it and beats the Colts or the Colts just give Houston the game because they're the Colts. Um, Chicago can get the number one pick in the draft. This week, Eberflus kind of 180'd a little bit. Now it's not, I'm not playing Justin Fee, or it's it's not totally we're going the other way. Just like, well, you know, we're going to evaluate what to do. Mm-hmm. And now maybe things have changed. And the betting market has flown on this game as a result of those comments. So Minnesota was two and a half, and now they're five and a half. And the funny thing is, if it's ever Peterman, ever. I honestly think the point spread in this game should be like 10. I actually, maybe more, (laughs) maybe more. And I don't even like the Vikings, but like they're off that loss last week. They need the game desperately. Like San Francisco could lose later in the day. They could be the two seed and uh, everything's still to play for Philadelphia plays later. Apparently they're never going to stop losing. Uh, I've laid Minnesota every which way throughout this process. Like I laid two and a half. I laid three. I bought three. I played money line. Like I've just kept playing it all the way up. I think like if if we keep getting the smoke that feels and by the way, even if Eberflus says he's gonna play, we don't know how long he's gonna play. He's like 70 right. yards from the rushing yards record that he's like sought after yep. the whole time. And then if it's Peterman, there's a live betting angle. Like, what if Fields is on the sideline? The difference in those two quarterbacks is like seven touchdowns. Yeah, Peterman's one of the worst quarterbacks in the history of the league. Yeah. So it's just really interesting. So I've been laying Minnesota, but I would people who are stepping in now live betting angle. Just like again, this is a really a game to follow for what the point spread will be if there's a quarterback. Change. Is there like an over under on Jefferson? Because you got to think he's going to well, have an unbelievable day. But you know, with Jefferson, the big thing in this game, just as somebody who bets a lot of awards, he's right. uh, very likely going to win Offensive Player of the Year. He's, I believe, it's it's either 193 or 194 yards shy of Calvin Johnson's single season receiving yards right. record. Now that's a big number, obviously. And they're playing an outdoor game in Chicago, so this is not. Some kind of certainty but it's the bears defense and if they if he just like decides he wants to go for this they feed him the ball constantly he's one of the highest usage players in the league anyway it's kind of a fun one books are actually a couple books have posted a prop will he break basically 193 and a half as the receiving yards but the over is like eight to one or nine to one that he's going to break the record if these things can snowball. It's like if he gets a hundred and it's halftime, you think they're not trying to give him ninety in the second half to like go for the record. Basically, so. it can it can get out of hand pretty fast. Uh, it just depends on how kind of motivated they are to get the record. So another thing, like see what they're saying around the game. Maybe you bet them to get the record. Books are going to deal that to you at about nine to one. 
Nice. All right. Let's uh, move on to game number three, Kansas City taking on the Raiders in Las Vegas, Kansas City, nine and a half point favor here over under 52 and a half. What about the Raiders? Huh? I mean, Derek Carr says, I'm not going to be here. If I'm not playing, I'm going home. Right. Uh, instead of goes out and, and he's shows, not going to be there. And, right. Yeah, instead of goes out and shows out for the Raiders and everybody was questioning what the hell McDaniel was doing, but he looked good last week. He really did. I mean, wasn't perfect or anything like that, but he played better than I thought he was going to play. It's and it's not just Stidham, but I mean, he was I mean, he was not only was he great, that's the best defense in the league. Yes. <laughs> and he did that. And the Chiefs are not the best defense in the league. So, first of all, let's just start there. Like, okay, maybe he won't play as well. I mean, he was white hot in the game, like yep. the entire time. Maybe he can't do that again. He's Jared Stidham, but he doesn't have to do that. Because they're not playing San Francisco anymore. San Francisco is the by far the best defense in the league. And he did that. I think the other thing is it's not just Stidham. They played two months basically without Adams, Waller, and Renfro together. Right. Haven't hadn't done it. That was the whole key to this team was these guys. So with the Adams didn't have to get quadruple teams, yes. basically. And Packers fans know a lot about that. Uh so now that you're seeing that all together, Waller was excellent in the game against San Francisco. Um I try not to buy a team off of like a monster performance. Cause I just feel like I'm getting a bad price. Usually like, right. well, everyone saw this. Everyone knows they're good. How can I get value out of this? I like the Raiders a lot in this game. Uh, oh, the chiefs okay. have had a ton of trouble winning games by margin. Basically the Seattle game a couple weeks ago was the yeah. only time they've covered like a big number. And Seattle actually had a chance to bet. Seattle played miserable and had a chance to backdoor that game. Anyway, chiefs have had a lot of trouble winning by margin and the Raiders, it's not it's not even that it's just Stidham. It's just the offense. I think it have a ton of success. Oh, by the way, this is a team that was up 17-0 on the Chiefs the last time that they played. Yep. So the matchups are actually pretty advantageous. Um, kind of like the over in the game, too. But really, it's Raiders plus the points. I would not be surprised. Well, we'll see what happens with Buffalo-Cincinnati and the ruling on that game. I would not be surprised if the Chiefs lost this game. And wow. then that actually ended up upsetting some of the seeds. All right, last game, Dallas and Washington. Uh, in this one and Washington system asset quarterback. I mean, I don't Carson Wentz. I mean, you said Peterman's the worst of all, of all time. And I, I would tend to agree with you. And I, I said, I heard in long last week that I thought Carson Wentz uh, had a better chance of being yeah. in Cleveland than maybe Heineke. And I clearly was wrong because he was horrible. Uh, Dallas, uh, minus five and a half over under 41 in this game. It is in Washington. Ken Barkley. I feel like this number is going to move soon. So I'm, I, you know, we're obviously taping this. I'm looking at an odds board and it's flying really? and it's, it's not where it needs to be still in my opinion. So it's five and a half, it's six and a half in some places and it's six. And this is like moving hard right now. Right. So by the time people open up their sports book and check, it might be six, it might be six and a half. Um, anything under a touchdown. I love Dallas in the game and uh, Washington has come out and said what they're going to do. It's going to be Wentz, but it's going to be a lot of Sam Howell. Uh, who's the rookie quarterback who they drafted Carolina out of North State. Carolina yep. and talk about another live betting angle. And I'm not telling you Wentz is great, but like, we don't know anything about Sam Howell. Now that can be good. And Dallas's past defense isn't the best thing you've ever seen. It hasn't played particularly well. It's still a rookie who hasn't played at all this year. And who was taking third team reps basically most of the time. And they basically want to give him a half to see what they're going to do. Like might as well play this guy. I mean, we might actually have a draft pick this year to take a quarterback. There's right. going to be about six first round quarterbacks. Probably should know this guy that we drafted, what he is. 
it it feels like an exhibition for Washington, to be honest. Like, that's what it feels like. It's Wentz for some of the time. It's Howell for some of the time. Dallas needs the game desperately to win the division. And it's not that, like, you're betting motivation. You're betting the Wentz-Howell combo. Right. Like, how, how should that be rated among other quarterbacks? I made the game, like, four and a half, five against Heineke. If you're telling me it's a half of Wentz and a half of Howell, I know it's already moving away from that four and a half, five, the number that I made. But, like, is it enough? And based on what we've seen, how is that possible? We have all the reports. We have the team hates Wentz. And I don't mean like the coaches. I mean like the players hate Wentz. That's uh, every analyst on TV is dying to tell you about that. Where do you think they're getting that from? Uh, I don't think it's a number that's done moving less than a touchdown like Dallas. All right. There you go. He is Ken Barkley. Follow him on Twitter at Locky Lockers. And you better, you bet. Uh, I'm telling you right now, it is one of the most entertaining shows uh, you're going to check out. Him and Nick Hostels are so, so good. And they do a great job uh, as part of BetQL and uh, BetMGM, of course, as well. Uh, Mr. Barkley, thanks so much. We'll do it again next week. Happy New Year, Sparky. Sounds good. Happy to uh, happy to be on next week. 